0: Every year has memorable moments that define that year in history. Athletes, movies, TV, video games, and music are a few factors that make those years memorable. What if you were stranded on a desert island and had to pick certain moments from a certain year? What moments would you choose and why? Today on the Going Off Topic Podcast, welcome to 1985 Island. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is hands down the best in the audiobook game. Our listeners can get a free audiobook with a 30 day trial membership. Just head over to slash going off topic. That's slash going off topic. Welcome to the Going Off Topic Podcast, part of the Anything Incredible Network. I'm your host, Kyle Fochet. Joining me via Zoom, a gnarly dude for sure. What's going on, man? How you doing? What's happening, man? I'm doing good. It's great. It's been a minute. So it's great to see you.
1: How are you doing, man? What's up with you?
0: It has been a minute. We took a little bit of a break there, but uh, we are back. I am doing well. Uh, We are. So the gnarly dude came in. Apparently, that was a 1980s saying gnarly. Was it? Gnarly was? I thought that was a 90s thing. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, I looked it up and and, and gnarly was an 80s thing. So I had to incorporate it somehow. I like Uh, it. This is our third Island episode. I thought we'd have done a lot more of those, but then I looked back and uh, apparently it's only our third one. So if this is your first time, make sure to to go back and check out those other two uh, Island episodes that we've done. Uh, But before we get to our Island, I, I I have a question for you. Should we let the people know about our movie TV swap that we are currently doing? Yeah,
1: I think so. I mean, I think that if it's going, especially if it's going to turn into a possible episode or a series or something in the future, yeah, why not? I mean, personally, I love the idea, so I think everybody should be on top of it anyway. You know?
0: Yeah. So it's definitely going to be. um, We're gonna, you know, we've we decided to swap. I am not a horror fan. You have been talking about *Parasite* or not *Parasite*? *Hereditary*, excuse me. You've been talking about *Hereditary* since the movie came out, telling me how good it is, telling me to check it out. I have refused up until now. You, we actually, it was funny because you brought this idea, but it was also something that I had been thinking about and looking at my notes and and, uh, think it would be a good idea podcast idea of referring, swapping different types of media to each other. One of us watches, you know, something. So I recommend something, you watch it, you recommend something to me, I watch it or listen to it, then we get together and talk about it on the podcast. So, what we have decided is that I am going to watch Hereditary at some point. And you are currently watching. So you picked Hereditary for me. You asked me. You would you put on the table that you would do anything. You would watch anything that I recommended. Um, I went through a couple things, but I kept coming back to the same TV show for you to watch because you haven't seen it yet. And it's arguably my favorite all-time TV show, and that is The Wire. So you are currently watching The Wire. Uh, once you, I think once you get halfway through maybe or towards the end of it, I'm going to watch hereditary because we are, you know, every week we might have a check-in where you are in the wire, what's going on. We don't want to get too, too in detail because I want to wait for a long podcast to get your thoughts. I know you always come with questions and thoughts and, and everything like that. So I want to wait till we get to the end. Um, before we do a hereditary, the wire podcast. Um, I think it's fun. You know, I think it's going to be a good thing. Um, I am extremely nervous, extremely scared to watch hereditary. So, uh, hopefully that comes through in the podcast when we, end up, when we do end up recording that episode.
1: Yeah, I want everyone out there to know that a couple things. First of all, I know what most people are probably thinking right off the bat. That doesn't really seem like too much of a fair deal. I would agree. And I would just say <laughs> that I don't have anything against the wire. It's just the fact that one movie compared to, what, six seasons. But that five, is how five hardcore seasons. five. Thank you. I had to talk <laughs> Mr. Fochet here into. Uh, this deal was to uh, say I'll, I'll watch an entire show if you watch this movie. That's how much he doesn't want to watch this movie. So if anything, when it's time to finally recap and have that com- that the, the episode with the conversation, that'll be one that you want to tune in because that that'll tell you right there that how much he doesn't want to watch it. So I'm super interested to check uh, you know check in with him a- a- after that. But overall, I really like the idea because you know, fortunately, we do these. We, we haven't done it in a while, actually, but we have done some things that are like, watch this for a week, listen to this for a week, check this out for a week. And that's cool. Like we get to join in and, and, and go off with some things. But I like this because it's almost even more personal because now I'm telling you like, here's this thing that I like. I just kind of want to know what your thoughts are. And you're saying the same thing to me. And not only are we kind of vibing on the same ish kind of stuff, gen- naturally, like generally, I think. But also, like there are different avenues and roads that we could go down that would be very interesting. Like, for example, we talked not too long ago about how you're actually like a low key um, musical kind of guy. Like, mm-hmm. you like the the musical movies and stuff. Whereas me, I don't, I can't get into that at all. Um, and and so likewise, I'm sure there's some other things that you know I would probably like that you might not necessarily either like or get into that often. And this would give that kind of this idea of swapping media. Um, recommendations, I guess, would kind of give that, that an outlet as far as like check this thing out and let me know what you think. You know,
0: yeah, and I, I like you know I like the idea. I think it's a cool thing. Like you said, it's personable um, to each of us, and uh, we're able to recommend to each other. And you know, usually we we usually vibe on some of the same things, but it's cool to to definitely you know i have not a horror movie at all. You haven't watched The Wire, so it's cool to to be able to recommend those things and check them out, and then record a, an episode on them. Um, And before we get on any further here, the friend of the podcast Thomas came up with you know kind of the same idea where um, he wants to maybe join in on one of these swaps or even we watch something totally random that none of us would ever watch like a reality TV or a soap opera for a week and then we come back and just talk about that. So that's definitely something in the future that we're going to do. But we are going to get on to 1985 Island here. A quick review, or if this is your first island episode, what we do. Uh, the basic premise is you are stuck on a desert island and you get to pick one musician, one athlete, one video game, one movie, and one TV show from a specific year to take with you on that island. Uh, this this time, we what we did is we put random years into a name generator, a name picker. It spun around our little wheel and it ends up picking... It picked 1985. So that's the year we went with. Interestingly enough, six years, five years before you were born, six years before I was born, um so it's kinda cool to look back and just see these things that yeah, are, are really popular now and a lot of things that we know about, but back in nineteen eighty five were some of the, you know, biggest things going on. So was there anything specifically that when you were looking at items from that year that, that jumped out to you? Or before we before we get specific, anything that kind of jumped out what you thought of? Was it hard to pick things? What what do you think? Just general thoughts.
1: Yeah. I mean, yes. I <laughs> I generally know know some things about the 80s but i actually thought that uh, music originally would be the tough spot for me because i used to get down on some 70s rock and stuff but Mm -hmm. 80s really wasn't my decade like at all for anything um even the super early origins of hip-hop just you know just you know it's cool like i love it it's innovative for sure but not not something i'm gonna like go directly to as far as a first for me personally but it turns out that I, I I I didn't really struggle too too hard of there. I actually the big part struggle for me mostly was was TV shows. I, I just mm. and I still, as we say here today, I don't actually have like a very good option. I, I really don't. I mean, I, I think that's going to be my, my low the low point in my my, uh, my 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 island that I'm bringing with me. You know what I mean? Like that's where I really struggled. What about you?
0: Yeah, I I kind of feel the same. And you know, you bring up the TV show for sure. What what I did is I usually just type in like. 1985 athletes or 1985 musicians. And I just look at like the billboard top 100 for that year or whatever, or some of the the highest grossing TV shows during that year. Um, And athletes is interesting because, you know, a lot of these guys are people that are still really, were really popular in the nineties when we were kids and are just some of like icons that we still talk about. But yeah, when you you talk about uh, some of the TV shows, nothing really huge popped it into me. It was like, Oh, you know, I think I watched a show with my dad and that's why I picked it. Or it was like, you know, some just old school eighties vibes, but, yeah. um, and it was interesting, man, there were some, we're going to get to it, but man, there were some good movies that came out this year. I feel like that are just all time classics that I still, you know, still watch today. Uh, my parents, we grew up, they you know they let us let us watch these movies. It's like, man, those are some classics. So, uh, what do you say we start off with musicians? So I looked at, um, like I said, I looked at like the top, I think at the end of the year, I just looked at the top 100 hot billboard or whatever. Do they even do yeah. hot billboard anymore? Is that still a thing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because Drake has like broken every <laughs> single record. He's literally broken every like billboard record ever made apparently.
0: Okay. That's true. I, I just remember, you know, uh, just a tangent, but I remember like the billboard wow. being s- such a bigger thing than it oh, is now. Huge. Like, my dad used it was to huge. Have, so my dad is like a, you know he did he's like a DJ he went to like did wedding receptions and parties mm. and all that stuff and i remember he just had these huge books from every year that listed like every every month the top 100 songs and man I, those things were crazy and now it's you just really don't hear about the billboard so it's interesting uh to look back and be like it seemed like such a bigger thing but some of the some of the, i think i just looked at like the top 10 or top you know just picked out some big names um it's it's really funny that that we picked 1985 because uh we were talking you, Kayla, Ellen, and myself were talking about George Michael' "Careless Whisper" uh, a couple weeks ago, and one of yeah. Ellen's all-time favorite songs. And apparently, that was the number one song of this year. So, shout out to Ellen! Classic song. Uh, that's hilarious. Not as good as "Seal" "Kiss from a Rose," but that's that's for a later argument. That's true. Uh, that's true. So, <laughs> some big musicians from that year: George Michael, Madonna, Foreigner, Hall and Oates, Huey Lewis, mm. Whitney Houston. I mean, just like an all-time... And that's not even all of them. I mean, I just wrote down like five or six. But just an all-time like murderer's row of some of the greatest musicians that we still listen to. I mean, Madonna. Uh, I mean, one of the biggest pop icons ever. Uh, Foreigner. one of the, A great rock band that a lot of people love. George Michael and Wham. Huge pop icons. Uh, Hall & Oates. They've been making music for like 50 years and they're still going. Uh, Huey Lewis. Classic. Whitney Houston. One of Arguably, the, probably the greatest voice ever. So it's it's interesting just to look through that list and and see, man, these people are still maybe and maybe it's just just me because my parents, you know, we grew up and they had these these songs kind of playing. But man, some of the all time classics there.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, and I think honestly, push out. I don't know. I, 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 I think my pick might surprise you a little bit. I, I I I did myself a little bit of searching, and same thing with the films. Actually, I came across a few that really hit a very special place in my mm. personal childhood, even though, you know, the eighties were, were before our time a little bit, but still I came across a couple pieces that really hit home. And I was like, man, I remember being raised on this stuff. And so it nice. was cool. It was cool. And then I went through and checked it out. And it's always a good time when you kind of stumble across an old film, or TV show or music and you're reminisce a little bit, but then you actually listen or watch that thing. Very cool, man. So I was, I was definitely vibing earlier today for sure.
0: Yeah, that's exactly. I was about to say that. You know, you look back and you're like, when like you know, you play a song or you watch a movie and you're like, man, I can remember the first time I watched this movie. I was sitting in my parents' house with my parents or something, and you just remember those things. So I'll pick my musician first because I want to. I want to hear what you went. I I just went. I picked Hall and Oates. Uh, I mean, one of my probably all time just like favorite pop chill groups. Those two guys are awesome. Ellen, myself, and my dad saw them a couple of years ago when they came through St. Louis and. You know the, the voices aren't aren't as good as they once were, but man, it was just fun just to go and just hear those all just the classic songs. I think they played. It was it was them and somebody else, but they played for like two hours and you knew every song. Some of the it's it's just crazy to hear how many songs that those two guys made and did from for such a long time period where you can go through like every album and it's like oh I know three or four songs off of that. And I mean, I mean Hall of Notes, you can never go wrong with them. Just to chill, you can always put them on pop, hang out. Their Hall of Notes is a good time.
1: Yeah, Hall and Oates is always that classic band for me that I don't know any of the name of their songs, mm. but you play it in front of me, I'm like, oh yeah, it's a classic. Oh yeah, it's a classic. Like you know, they they have some of the some of the most timeless music. Yeah, I don't know what the names are, but it's like, yeah, the, I, I everybody knows that Yeah,
0: all, you know? that's the, that's a great way to put it. It's timeless. I mean, my twenty one twenty year old sister, like you know, she'll she'll vibe to some Hall and Oates, and my you know my my parents older than them, it's will vibe to small notes. So I feel like it's just. That's the thing. We went, to the, we went to the concert and it was like all ages. It was really cool to see. So my music uh, from 1985 would be Hall & Oates. Who are you picking? What's your choice?
1: So I did this a little bit differently. I always find a way to not follow the rules directly. So I apologize for that. But it still plays in because my artist that I'm choosing is actually off of the album that dropped specifically in 1985. Mm. And that is my, my boy. And this was what I, I, I literally grew up on this from my parents. Uh, and that's John Cougar Mellencamp. Mm. And the album is Scarecrow, which wow. personally, I don't, man, this is one of my all time favorite albums. Seriously. I love that album so much. And um, I know that it's not, you know, it's not a top, but it is up there at the top of a lot of lists. And so I got a couple stats for you. Cause I was, I wanted to look this mm. up, man. I, I started listening to it again. And I'm telling you, you can put that on right now. And just, man, I, I snapped back to the early days. Like, immediately it was so good dude he is the reason i would hang out by the way Camp is just he's just a cool dude he hangs out he likes to party he likes to get loose and dude you could just get like an acoustic guitar and just yeah. listen like on, on a beach yeah for sure i'll let i'll let cougar just sing and chill like that sounds like a, a hangout to me like i'm in for that but um scarecrow if you haven't checked it out everybody go check out scarecrow the album in 1985 came out in august Ended up peaking at number two on the Billboard charts. So you were just mentioning the, the Billboard mm. charts. So that's pretty cool. It actually contained uh, three top ten hits on that album, uh, which are just—I mean, listen, everybody knows uh, Rock in the USA," right? "Lonely All Night," "Small Town." Everybody knows mm. "Small Town" from Melon Camp, right? Um, and then here's the real thing. Here, this is what kind of got me pumped. In, um, 1989, Rolling Stone. This is—I know it's a long time ago, but. They, the Rolling Stone magazine ranked Scarecrow's album number ninety-five on its list of one hundred greatest albums of the decade. So, listen, ten years. There's a lot of albums being made. Top one hundred. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's not going to be your top five, probably not top ten, obviously, but like it's definitely up there, man. And I, I'm all about it.
0: Mellon yeah. Camp. Yeah. Mellon Camp is an absolute classic. I think as soon as you said that, I was like, I was thinking back, and in the other room, I have some, some like some records, some old school records, and. I know I have a Camp record. I don't, I don't know if it's Scarecrow or not, but I know I have a Camp record. And again, it, I mean, just the chill, you know, you're hanging on the beach. That's the guy. I think as, as you're saying, you know, hanging on the beach and just giving an acoustic guitar was, was Camp like the first kind of Kenny Chesney kind of guy. It like almost makes you think, uh, like not for country, but like just like a chill dude. It just, you know, I don't know. Just I hanging out. I don't think so.
1: I think he was just the kind of, to me, the vibe that I get is just the kind of guy that's, in the back of an old, dark, dusty bar, smoking a cigarette, drinking a beer, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, you know, but he has jams, right? He gets yeah. with the band, but I just feel like he was always just kind of like, yeah, this is just what I do. I actually think that, is it wrong for me to think that he might be extremely underrated and slept on? Because I feel like he's never really in the conversation. Maybe this is just me being biased. I, I don't know. But I feel like he's
0: extremely slept on, personally. Right. I think I think you're right. I think um, I, I feel like you know a lot of the people, you know, like Kim like and even you know I mentioned Huey Lewis in the news. I feel like they're not as popular as, as you think they would be. I mean, they they have that whole like sports album from Huey Lewis is just hit after hit after hit, yeah. and everybody knows those songs, but I don't know if they know who sings the song. That's what, that's what's always yeah. interesting. But yeah, Camp yeah. is a great choice. I mean, just classic. Uh, all right, so what do you say we we knock out TV to kind of get that out of the way? Nothing. Yeah, you That's know, kind of the weakest category, I think, In, in this, yeah, uh, w- for this we year. We should
1: probably do that. I got to be tell you, pushy. I, I don't know. I don't really have anything for you, man. I really don't. Like, I, I, I couldn't even come. I mean, this is how bad it is for me. I was even, I'm resorting to, like, game shows because I, mm. I, know, I know that game shows used to be a big thing, but I can't even find, like, a good breakdown of. Specifically in 1985, like what was the big game show? I guess Jeopardy or Real Fortune or something maybe. Like, yeah, I don't know. Where did you? What did you end up going?
0: Yeah, man, I love some. I I definitely get down on some old game shows. Those are those are classics. But so I don't know where I found this list. I mean, it could be total like bullshit, but it was like the 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 highest numbers of TV shows that was watched in '85. And it was, I mean, some, like, it was Golden Girls, it was MacGyver, Cosby Show, Cheers, Miami Vice. Those are just the ones that I wrote down because those were some of the biggest ones that jumped out to me. So, not necessarily shows that came out in 85, but just like the biggest shows in 85. Um, And I picked Miami Vice. I just remember watching it with my dad. Uh, I think he probably has like all the seasons on DVD. And just totally 80s, down in Miami, uh, you know, just like, Crockett and Tubbs just head, going around solving crimes and uh, Don Johnson, you know, has his, he's wearing like a white suit, but he doesn't have a shirt underneath. just unbuttoned Michael. I think Michael Mann produced it. I mean, just a cool show, uh, totally cheesy 1980s classic. Um, and like I said, I just remember when I was looking through the list, I was like, Oh, I, that, that's what I'm going with because I just remember watching it with my dad and uh, going back and, uh, i need to actually it reminds me i need to try to see if it's on some streaming service because i really want to go back and watch it now just to watch it to see like 30 years later or whatever just how cheesy and and, crazy and bad it is because even then when i was watching it i was like oh this is ridiculous these two guys are yeah, driving around like in a white uh, oh it, it wasn't a maybe like a white ferrari or something down in miami and uh, i mean it's it's just, it's a good show it's funny but just totally 80s and just cheesy classic so i went with i went with miami vice Okay.
1: Well, I got to tell you, I'm not proud of this pick. And as far as all, all the years go, it might be the l- lowest one you know, out of everything. But I'm going to go with uh, Jeopardy. And that mm. is because two things. I actually didn't know when Jeopardy started. I just Googled that while while I was talking to you here. Uh, it started in 84, so it actually started the year before. So you might be able to slide into the That's beginning true. of 85, which makes it kind of cool. But Jeopardy is a classic, right? And I just figure like if we're going to be on a beach you know, and, and we need something to watch, even though entertainment-wise, it might not be this. How are you going to go wrong with constant trivia? If you sure. have a constant mm-hmm. trivia source, at least you have something to keep the brain moving, active. If you run across something else to talk to, maybe there's a conversation point there. You know, trivia, but you know, you know how those conversations go. So I'm going with uh, my boy Alex Trebek in, in Jeopardy. I think.
0: I love it. Yeah, I love. You know, like, like I said, all. I mean, there's not many game shows that I won't watch. They're just. And like the older ones, I mean, like I said, we used to watch, we used to have like Game Show Network at my parents' house. You watch yeah. Family Viewed, Hollywood yeah. Squares, I mean, yeah. all of those classics. It's funny that, you know, I I never, I could, I don't even know if I could have guessed when Jeopardy came out because that's awesome that it came out in 84. And it makes me wonder, I guess Trebek has been there since the beginning. I mean, that's just, with all of these shows that, so. with like all of these shows that have gone through so many, well, some of these shows like came out in like the 60s and 70s and have just gone on forever and they've gone through so many different hosts, but that is, I mean, that's, yeah, Jeopardy's a classic. And like you said, endless entertainment, you know, you're sitting on the beach with yourself or you and and Camp could just go back and forth playing some Jeopardy.
1: Mm. Oh yeah. And I honestly, now that you said that, you just far sparked something because when I, growing up, I did the same thing. I was all over the game show network. I was all about those old, they used to play reruns of the oldest, (laughs) most terrible game shows. And to me as a young kid would just, you know, hang out with my grandma. Like I'd be, I'd be watching all that stuff. And I just realized, like my favorite, my go-to one was the one wham- the one we hit the Whammys. Mm. I think it's called Pressure Luck. I yep. just looked it up. Started in 1983, but technically that would classify too. Oh man, I used to love Whammys. We should actually that'd be kind of funny if you did like a series of some kind of, I don't know, I don't know, game show stuff because here's the funny thing is I don't watch game shows at all anymore.
0: Same, but I yeah. used to though. It's weird. Yeah, I would. Uh, I mean. I just don't think they're on anymore. Like, I don't know. I, don't, I know they still do like, you know. Yeah, they do uh, the big ones. Price is Right is still around yeah. and some of those other ones. But man, I, I would love to see like, yeah, we used to watch like Newlywed Game and all these just crazy shows from like.
1: My go-to, Foshi. Underrated. Yeah, yeah, for sure. My underrated one was Lingo. You ever watch Lingo? You gotta
0: Sounds spell familiar. The
1: word You like get, get balls with letters on them and you have to spell the word. Mm. Hey. Check it out, Lingo, dude. Check it
0: out. Yeah, I need to I need to that's another thing. They need to put all these old game show network like, like a game show network like streaming service. Just put all yeah. game shows on there that I can go back and rewatch. I would pay twenty dollars for that a month.
1: I'm still confused. Like you and I are YouTube TV people. I had Sling TV before. Why is that why isn't the why aren't they on. playing that same game channel? Like they like we just talked about.
0: Yeah. Why isn't that Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We need to write to YouTube TV or or somewhere or maybe we just need to make it yeah. up. We just need to create yeah. it. They, I was going to say a game show network app and just stream game shows all day. Oh yeah,
1: for sure. You can mix all the new ones in between, you know, all the audition shows and all that's technically a game show, like all that yeah, stuff. Sure. Yeah. Factor, all
0: that stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's go to another one that was not, not a great category for 85 because it was, you know, at, kind of at the beginning of this, but video games, um, hmm. there wasn't a whole lot. I, I, I struggled to find some things, but I, I found some, um, so that's that's the thing. When we go back pre, probably '90s, is when you get into the video games where it's like, oh, there wasn't a whole lot out, or there's not just not a whole lot that are like classics or people still remember. But in '85, you have apparently these all came out in '85. I think I found this on some video game website, so it could be. Like I said, don't know if it's correct, but I trust with these guys. So the original first Super Mario Brothers came out. Yeah, Paperboy, Duck Hunt. Uh, Star Wars Arcade, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? And there's also this game called Hang On. It was like a motorcycle racing game. You know when you go to the arcade and you sit on the motorcycle and turn and everything? It was like that, but I don't think it was like actually the actual motorcycle you sit on. It was just like a joystick. Um, so not a whole lot of choices that I found. Um, and I think there's like one clear-cut winner for sure. Uh, it's it's got to be the original Super Mario Brothers. I mean, that is a classic. Duck, Duck Hunt was for sure up there because Duck Hunt... I mean, we've got endless hours of entertainment from Duck Hunt, but Super Mario Brothers on the Nintendo. I mean, just just a classic. I mean, you could play that all all day. Um, it, I feel like that's like a real turning point. For I'm not a I play video games. I'm but I'm by no means a video game expert. But I feel like that was a huge turning point for games where there's multiple levels. You can progress through things. There's different things you have to do, and I feel like that just paved the way for you know games like Sonic and all those level games. So. Super Mario Brothers is is the choice for me.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I, I and I don't want to be the guy that picks the same pick as you, but I just don't know. I, I mean, I, I haven't tried any of these other games. To be honest, I mean, that's just that's what it is. I mean, I just haven't. I have no. Literally, I'm I'm looking through this list too. I don't. I don't have any experience, even with those other games that you mentioned. Duck Hunt was cool, but mm-hmm. that's not going to compete with no Mario, right? I mean, yeah. Is it yeah. my breaking the rules by, by picking the same pick as you, I guess? No, I no, can no, pick not at all. Not a different one.
0: Not at all. I mean, I yeah. think it's, I mean, that, I think when it's something that popular and that big that paved the way and is like one of the greatest I mean, selling games. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. an icon. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, in, in the 80s, they had more like arcades, but it wasn't like these arcade games that we play now where it's like, you know, uh, Galaga and NBA Jam and those type of things that we're still playing, you know, now. So there's not as many like video games i guess you would say definitely yeah You know, right. you're right so we have athlete and movies which one do you want to do next and which one do you want to save for last
1: oh man i don't know you gotta make the call i guess really um i have more i'll probably have more of a talking point for the movies i guess
0: okay uh, all right we'll do we'll do athletes and then we'll round out with movies um so some of the big things i found for athletes were for the NFL this year, it was Dan Marino and Joe Montana in the Super Bowl. So, you know, two of the greatest all-time quarterbacks ever. Pete Rose in baseball broke the hits record. Patrick Ewing was drafted, which was interesting. Uh, the Celtics versus the Lakers in the NBA Finals. So, Larry Bird, Kareem, Magic, those guys. Uh, hockey, you just, you know, you have Wayne Gretzky, Patrick Waugh, Mario Lemieux. And then boxing. I actually us flip some boxing. You have what many boxing experts consider to be the greatest first round of a boxing match was Hagler versus Hearns, which is, if you haven't seen that video, just go on YouTube and watch that. It is unbelievable. Just incredible boxing. Uh, and also, a very pivotal moment in boxing. A young 18-year-old Mike Tyson turns pro. So, a, a pretty stacked year when you look at it. I mean, some of the all-time greatest players, greatest events that we still talk about today happened in 85. So, I, it was. I was trying to make a decision and It was tough because I'm going on an Island. What am I looking for? I'm looking for somebody I can have fun with somebody I can do, uh, just cool shit with. And it's going to be just crazy. So I, man, now that I'm actually thinking about it, I think I'm gonna change my answer. Originally I had Mike Tyson originally I had a young 18 year old Mike Tyson to take with me. I thought it'd be fun, but I don't know if he was like Mike Tyson. He's definitely wasn't definitely wasn't Mike Tyson that he is now. So I don't know if he'd be that much fun to hang out with on an Island.
1: Yeah, but I'm, still though, he's still a beast. Like you'd have to you'd have to really watch your back. Like he could true. destroy you at yeah. any
0: given point, man. That's <laughs> it. So now that I'm th- thinking on it, I want to, like I said, I want somebody that's gonna be fun that I can do fun stuff with, that we can come up with stuff. I'm taking Pete Rose. I could gamble oh. with Pete Rose. Him and I could just sit there and, on the beach and gamble how many waves are gonna come in that day. Uh and just we could just do I feel like Pete Rose and I could have a lot of fun, a lot of good conversations. Uh and mainly I'm taking them for the gambling. I think it would just be a good time to sit there. We could, you know, I, I, we're on a desert Island. We could find a million things to gamble on throughout the day.
1: Would you be able to handle that much baseball talk though? That'd be my, that would be my, uh, kind of.
0: Yeah. So, hard. um, I, I've definitely, um, baseball was definitely my number one sport growing up. And lately I, I think NBA has kind of overtaken it, but, Baseball's still up there for sure. It's still like a nostalgic thing, and I still love going to games and watching games and and betting on games. So I, I think, and even you know, learning about guys that Pete Rose played against would be awesome. So I think I, I can handle the, the baseball talk for sure. Okay. Who? Sally. Okay. Uh, and I, I got to give a shout out to to Patrick Waugh, one of my like all time favorite yeah. hockey players ever. Like yeah. I don't know why he was just because they were they played against the Blues all the time and they were like a, a rival of the Blues. But man, that guy was incredible and like one of my all time favorite players.
1: Yeah, hockey mid-80s like that, hockey was pretty stacked, man. They they had some real players in there, man.
0: So uh, what athlete are you taking with you to 1985 Island? This is actually, I hope this falls into the the rules here, but this was
1: kind of a no-brainer for me, Foshi. And it's funny because gambling definitely played a part in this, but not in the initial thought, just the aftermath of putting everything together. But for me, I I I didn't think about anything else. When you say 1985, the first thing that pops in my head is Michael Jordan. Mm. And that's because technically it's his rookie year, right? It ends in his rookie year, I guess, 84, 85. Um, not only to set off the best basketball player, most people would say probably up to this point, but also actually if you've seen all or heard us talk about um, the last dance and all of that stuff, the person who comes in and not only changes the game of basketball itself to be you know the sport that I truly love the most, but also just has the world impact, the cultural impact, of the person. I mean, just, you talk about absolute icon. It's, it's MJ, right? And MJ comes in 90, 84, as a rookie into the league. And I'm looking at his stats right now, 28 points a game. <laughs> this guy was insane. He was, he shot 53% from the field. Like what, what are you talking about, man? Uh, he averaged uh, 38 minutes a game. His pressure is, is, is here. <laughs> Tell me when that happens nowadays. That's just, you gotta be on another level to be doing that, man. So he averaged 28 points, um, let's see, six point five rebounds a game, five point nine assists a game, uh, two point four steals. Mm. What? As as a rookie? Like what? You killing me, man? This this guy, he's insane. So um, and that's also the year I believe eight, maybe it was eighty five, eighty six, but one of those years, eighty four. That was one of the years where where Larry Bird had the the god quote, basically mm. called him a uh, a god on basketball or something. Yeah, that's just that's just absolutely insane, man. Yeah. On top of that, though, why would you want him for uh, people to say, well, yeah, he's kind of crazy. Yeah, he is. But you want to talk about gambling. Might not have been so strong in the early days. I would like to think that it's always was always a thing that have been there. But yeah, that that was a huge point to it, too. It's like, not only would we be able to talk basketball all day long, which it's like a dream of mine anyway, but then same thing. And we're just going to gamble on every single thing that happens. And I'm in for that all the way.
0: Yeah, I like that pick. That is that is a, That is a great classic pick. And also, um, you know, when you're going to this Island, we, we could say you, you get a basketball court or something. So you guys are, you know, you're playing basketball and doing whatever. There's at least a court and a hoop there. So yeah, that'd be cool. awesome. I mean, that's incredible that just thinking about that, that Jordan came in in 84, 85, and then Tyson became a pro in 85. So literally two of the greatest athletes, pop culture icons of their sports of just pop culture in general came into the year came into their respective sports like in the same year. That's, that's insane.
1: Yeah. And it's crazy that like, I don't know the age difference, but at that time, MJ only has to be what three or four years older than him.
0: Yeah. You know, so it's
1: not like they were a huge age difference either.
0: Yeah. So they, I think they said Tyson can't went pro when he was 18 and MJ would have been like maybe 20 because he went to UNC for two years. Right. So he mm-hmm. maybe would have been 20, maybe 1920. That's yeah. That's not
1: Two young guys
0: that just changed the everything. Yeah. yeah. It's That's incredible. Wow. Um, all right. So I think this is by far the most stacked category for 1985. Some, I mean, all-time classics that people still watch today. People still go back oh, to yeah. all the time. I honestly had to cut off my list because if I would have kept going, I I would, we could have just talked for an hour about movies. So I'm yeah. going to read my list. But then, of course, I want to hear what you got for your list too. I mean, Back to the Future, Goonies, Breakfast Club, Clue, Teen Wolf, Commando with your boy Arnold, Rocky Four, Fletch, Rambo Two. I mean, I love Fletch. Is, uh, I love uh, Fletch. Has, has it probably hasn't aged very well in today's no. culture? But I mean, still mm-hmm. Chevy Chase and Prime Chevy Chase like asshole hilariousness. But. Those are the ones I wrote down. Do you have anything else written down that I did not cover?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, you still got all the classics, right? You still got Nightmare on Elm Street. You still Mm. have whatever number eight of Friday the 13th. You still (laughs) have the Halloween. You still have all the classic. This is mid, as far as the horror series movies goes. This is right in the middle of all of those, I think. Maybe, should be, I think. Uh, And so, yeah, man, all of that that you mentioned, plus all of the, even the cheesy, like, um, series are still going on here that aren't even the, the good ones like like Halloween and all that stuff. But um, just some actual like you want to talk about we talk about the 80s action heroes at least I do all the time. This is some classic right. stuff. I mean, movies that if you do a quick search and you just search 1985 action movies, you will see every <laughs> person I legend every let's just put it this way everybody that's in the um what folks do you help me out here what's oh, the movie Expendables? With, yeah, yeah every of course. person yeah. <laughs> that's in has their own action movie in 1985 <laughs> I promise you like Chuck Norris Arnold Sylvester uh Van Damme uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean all these guys you name it they're all in there and, it, and they're all amazing and worth watching so this is this is a great time man i love this time.
0: yeah yeah we might have to do like a it's just just hearing you talk about like the horror movies and the action movies we might have to do like some qu- sort of podcast on just like our our background with some of these movies like how you got so into horror why i hate horror and just some of these like all-time classic action star movies that we still watch and love so uh yeah i mean 85 i mean i i, pull, I think i just typed in like 1985 movies and it pulled up and i was like I'd like sit back for a minute. And be like, wow, this is like—I mean, this—I this, mean, this has to be like one of the just quickly thinking about it has to be like one of the greatest movie gears of all time. I mean, some of those movies, so like you think like you know, Back to the Future, Goonies, uh, Rocky Four, Rambo Two, Breakfast Club, like those are all classics. And that's not even including some of the movies that we haven't even talked about. I mean, it's it's just it's crazy. You don't you just don't. And maybe it's just a nostalgic factor. Maybe 10, 20 years from now we'll look back and say, oh man, 2018 was such a great year for movies. But I feel like you just don't get that many movies, that many good movies anymore.
1: Yeah, and I you know it's tough because I'm sure there's some other killer years out there, but I would be interested. I wonder there has to be probably like a breakdown of what year overall is kind of critics or or, or viewers yeah. would say is the best. But yeah, I, I'm really interested to see where this ranks because. I don't know if I put it up at the top, but I think you're you're right that it's definitely like in the mix. You know, it's in yeah. the conversation. I, I mean, this is like we said. Weirdly enough, I don't know how we stumbled across an 85 specifically, but a lot of a lot of icons, iconic yeah. things going on. Sure.
0: yeah. So you know, I know there's a lot of classics in here. Um, I, like we said, I love Fletch, Hysterical, uh, Breakfast Club. Watch it any all the time. Still people are still ripping off breakfast club now with, with high school movies and college movies and, and that type of thing, Rocky four. Um, but my, my choice was, it was fairly easy when I, when I, got to the list, it's back to the future. Oh yeah. I, okay. my family is a huge back to the future family. Like, I mean, I remember watching those movies as kids, with my parents, one and two, um, three, you can skip. It's not, it's not worth watching, but one and two are just so good. They're so iconic. Um, so many moments from those movies that still happen today in, in movies and just happen in life. You know, you talk about some of the stuff, but it was such a cool, you know, I, I kind of looked back at some articles from 85 when back to the future came out and it was such a cool thing when that movie came out because there was never anything really like it before. And there, you know, sure there's been movies that really good movies that have come out since then, but man, I just don't know if there's been a movie that's come out since then where you talk about, some of the stuff that that they talk about in that movie and it just lives on. And now you know, it, I, I'm we've talked about it before. i I'm a huge Marvel guy. I love the superhero movies, uh, but a lot of stuff that comes out now is superhero movies remakes. Uh, there's not really too much original things or too many original things that get the spotlight. I mean, Back to the Future was such an original concept, and uh, you just have so many great actors, so many great performances, and it, it's probably. I'd, I'd rather really just on a list, but it's for sure in my like top ten favorite movies of all time. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, 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 I'm right
1: there. Like, I gotta be honest with you though. I, I, this is a hot take. Like, Back to the Future for me, I've almost I feel like I've seen it so many times that I've almost almost burning me out. Which I know that's a lame excuse, but I gotta tell you, something. I, every once in a while, I'll just scroll across it on TV, you know. And I know that it's iconic. I know it's legendary. I know that it's extremely well done. Like you said, a lot of it is relevant till still to today. A lot of people are still dissecting the movie today. You know, um, the the time here and here and how it is to get here. And like all of that stuff is like, you can still see pieces and blogs written about it and all that stuff, which is awesome. But every time I come across it, his dad just, I can't (laughs) get over that dude. He, there's something about the way he acts in that movie. I just cannot it i like everything else except for his dad and yeah. I, it really kills me i get that's that. it. that's my only that's all my only whack
0: on it yeah there's a lot of uh i definitely understand that too there's a there's a lot of uh i think in the three watchables did it not too long ago on the ringer um and there's a lot of stories about just some of the crazy things like you know michael j fox was originally not supposed to be in it and then he was in it but he was also making teen wolf at the same time and I mean, a lot of really interesting stories that came out about how people got into it and just how it all came together. Now it's, you know, like I said, one of the most iconic, best movies yeah. of all time. So Back to the Future is my choice. Where, uh, what are you choosing here? Last well, choice. Last choice.
1: Interestingly enough, folks, you know, you might, you might laugh at me for this one, but I kind of am in the same boat as you that my pick was pretty fairly easy for me because by, the bias side of me took me back to my childhood, which I probably watched this movie. I mean, at least two to three times a week. I'm not joking. Like growing up, I, I watched that week, and that's Goonies. Mm. Goonies is not only in my mind one of the best movies for me personally. I, I I still to this day I could watch that, and I don't. You know, I'm not a rewatcher. I could watch that movie anytime on the fly. There's something about just the setting of it, the You know the kids' story, the treasure map, but it's like they're up in the northwest, and it's like was so different from us here in the Midwest. And it was just a lot of like, man, it was like next level treasure hunting and stuff. And I just, the kid, all the actors are really great, actually. And it, the, um, the storyline, the way it's made, I, I just love everything about it. It has like Chunk, which is one of the greatest, I think, all all around nicknames. I don't know if Chunk was a nickname before the Goonies, but I'm just gonna say that it probably stemmed from or created one of the greatest nicknames ever uh, and chunk himself in that movie is just amazing man like data all those guys they're so good so as i'm looking at this um I, 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 a couple of, you learn from every time we do one of these things mm. so i want to give yep. you a little bit of context here so this was a spielberg produced not directed but produced film right 85 we're talking about had a budget of 19 million dollars in 1985 it grossed 124 million dollars just then that's insane. That is wild. I would I would like to see what the net like has been generated like since then. I, I yeah. would like to. I would love to know that number. Um, check this out though. According to the most legit website ever, which is Wikipedia, <laughs> in 2017, the film was selected for preservation in the United States National Film Registry by the Library of Congress for being culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. That is next level, dude. It's That's next awesome. level. Yeah, that's next level. I mean, I'm I'm sure Back to the Future honestly is probably in that same boat. Like, they're got to be in there, right? Yeah. But um, I just could go on and on and on. I know that I know every part of the Goonies like the back of my hand, and it's it. I still I quote uh um was well, a uh, uh, sloth like <laughs> all the time still like anytime baby Ruths are always flying around here, and I just I love that movie so it always have a special place in my heart.
0: Yeah, I remember you know, watching it as a kid and everything. It's, I mean, it's on, like you said, it would be interesting to see how much money it's made since then, just with TV syndication, streaming, all that stuff. Yeah, I remember watching it as a kid quite a bit, but man, I don't remember the last time, honestly, I, I saw that movie. I need to go back and rewatch that because it has been a long time since I've watched it like, all the way through. So that, that might be on the, the to do list this upcoming weekend uh, while we're still stuck inside quarantine. But it's just go back and rewatch the Goonies and just relive some of those classic moments that you're talking about.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd be in for sure, man. This is one that you could... It's actually funny. This and Jumanji, which we talked Mm. about um, in one of the other recent episodes that we made, one of the very few... I mean, I have a list of rewatchable movies is probably under... Over all the movies that I've seen, it's probably like under 20. Definitely under... I don't even know. I mean, for sure under 50. Like Not that many. I don't rewatch things. But Jumanji and Goonies, you can always count me in for that stuff,
0: man. Yeah. Just, yeah, two, just, I mean, all-time classics for yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: and I don't, I don't know what, you know, and that's the thing is, I don't know if both of those are just because, you know, they had a huge part of my childhood or what. So, I, you know, I don't know if I'm just, I know that they're culturally big and important, but I don't know if other people, it's interesting. That's why I like talking to you and and, and doing this on this podcast because it's like, I don't know if other people would put it up at any top of any list or if they're just like, yeah, you know, it's in the mix.
0: Yeah. Know? Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, so before we get out of here, we'll do a quick recap on what we chose. So I'm going to be hanging out on 1985 Island, listening to some Hall and Oates, uh, gambling, playing some baseball with Pete Rose, playing Super Mario Brothers, watching Miami Vice, and then also watching Back to the Future. I mean, it sounds like a I mean pretty good time. I gotta say, I mean, just nothing. If I'm just on a desert island, I, I, there's definitely worse things I could have. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah. So what, what what's your recap looking like?
1: My recap was uh, me and John Cougar Mellencamp are going to mm. be hanging out. He's going to be playing Scarecrow over and over and <laughs> over again. And we're going to be also be playing Super Mario Brothers. But in our spare time, we're also going to be hanging out with Michael Jordan because his rookie year came and he's a dominant freak athlete and we're going to gamble on everything. Any and everything. And uh, while watching the Goonies on repeat. Did
0: and, I miss something? Yeah, Jeopardy. You can also gamble oh, on Jeopardy.
1: Oh my god! god. <laughs> wow, that's next level. I'm about level. to lose so much money. I'm about to. Oh my, it was just. Can you imagine? Like, just gambling with MJ in in general, but actually on real things, like trivia things. Oh man, that, that that's dangerous.
0: Yeah, you definitely lose. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know what you're gambling with on the, on the island. Maybe coconuts or something. But I mean, you could lose a lot of coconuts in this gambling ring here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Whatever it is, I'm going to for sure <laughs> lose. There's no doubt about that.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's our recap. Do you have any, uh, any closing thoughts you'd like to give out for 1985 Island? Closing recaps is
1: what was interesting to me. And this, I, I get this anytime we do a year before the 90s, which we're 90s kids. Even though it's not that far from the 90s, I still always find it super interesting how, man, when you have legendary, and we keep using the word iconic, when you have that level of media, whether it's a show or a movie or music, you have that timeless factor to it, which is crazy. Can you imagine- like just the idea of making something that's timeless that we're talking about right now what uh ninety five oh five fifteen we're talking thirty five years later, and these are things that we remember like the back of our hand, and we can tune back into and just remember as it's as good and legendary as we' remember, man it's next level. That's why I like doing this. And I, I really like that we we kind of did the random year because it's crazy. Any given year, you can just do a quick a quick search right now where we're at and immediately get transported into all that media. And you can just watch it and listen to it again. Man, it's nothing better, man. I would
0: suggest everybody do it. It's great. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And I just, you know, one thing that you said is some of these things, you know, when, when we do these islands, we try to go back um, or I try to go back and whether it's listening to the music or watch the movie or watch a couple episodes of TV. And it's it's so f- interesting to see how these timeless things uh, are so in their time. Like Miami Vice is so 80s, but it's still something that, you know, I'll watch now. And it's like, I, I know it's crazy. I know it's cheesy, but it's just so interesting. And hopefully, you know, 30, uh, 35 years in the future from from here, we're going to be, people are going to be listening to this to this podcast and thinking, man, that, that was a, that's a timeless podcast, an iconic podcast. So, uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. What would you choose if you were visiting 1985 Island? Let us know at goingofftopicpod at gmail.com That's goingofftopicpod at gmail.com Make sure to follow the podcast, social media uh, so you can get all of our updates, new episodes. Uh, also, starting something new. I'm, I'm posting... I have a ton of sports memorabilia. I'm posting a bobblehead of the week there. So check it out. You know, A lot of Cardinal stuff. We've got some couple, a couple other things thrown in. So uh, anywhere, you know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, just type in going off topic with Kyle Fauché. We should pop up there. Head over to anythingbutcredible.com to see all the network podcasts and blogs, including the newest blog, My Cardinals Dream Team I just released this week. It's pretty interesting. It's a good idea. We're going to uh, expand it out to other sports, other franchises, with some, some guest writers, some new people are coming in to write. So that's going to be a good time. Check those out. Uh, anythingbutcredible.com. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Leave us a five-star rating interview wherever you're listening right now. Shout out to Visitor Beats for the intro and outro groove. And as always, keep it off top.